Good morning. Today we will revisit the political situation in Chad after the country's military rulers named a new government following the demise of President Idris Deby. We will then look into Australia's travel ban on India as a group of critics label the move racist. And we will finally discuss tensions in the South China Sea. Today is Thursday, the 6th of May. I am Rahi Bhattacharjee and you are listening to The Leader's Brief by Egomog. Last Sunday, Chad's military rulers named a new government after the demise of President Idris Deby, even as opposition leaders rejected the appointments. The landlocked African country had fallen into a political crisis after the battlefield death of its president, with the situation threatening the stability of the entire North Central African region. The late president, who took power in a rebellion in 1990, was key in maintaining the country's stability and an important ally for Western forces battling insurgency in the region. Mr. Deby was one of Africa's longest ruling leaders, surviving numerous coup attempts and rebellions and has created a void in Chad's political ranks. The situation has provided the country's Front for Change and Concord in Chad, or FACT rebels, the opportunity to take advantage of the situation. It should be mentioned here that the former Chad president's ascent to power for a sixth term was met with heavy obstacles from within the country's political ranks. Most of the country's opposition had boycotted the elections and the military was divided in the support for the former president. Mr. Debi's son, Mohammed Idris Debi Ithmo, was named interim president by a transitional council of military officers who named the government last Sunday, which comprised of 40 ministers and deputy ministers. They also created a new National Reconciliation Ministry, which will be headed by Atik ibn Umar, a former rebel chief who became a diplomatic advisor to the presidency two years ago. Tensions have remained high in the country since the death of its president, with over 650 people arrested for protests against the transitional government. At least six people were killed last week during demonstrations in the capital, Jamena. Several opposition leaders have refused to acknowledge the appointees, threatening more political instability in the region. In helping Western nations fight Islamist terrorism in the nation, Chad remains an important base for troops fighting Islamist militants, including Boko Haram in the Lake Chad Basin and groups linked to Al-Qaeda and the Islamic State in the Sahel. Only two months ago, Chad had announced the deployment of 1,200 troops to complement 5,100 French soldiers in the Jamena area. Moving on to some news from the Indo-Pacific, the Australian government has come under heavy criticism for its travel ban on India, which came into effect this week. As per the federal order, any Australian arriving in the country from India faces fines and up to five years in prison. However, several critics such as Green Senator Mehreen Farooqi has labelled the government's response as extreme and racist. The senator wrote on Twitter that the ruling was absolutely horrific and racist, and Ms. Farooqi isn't the only one who feels so. Australia's former Race Discrimination Commissioner Tim Sutfamason told the Sydney Morning Herald newspaper, quote, We did not see differential treatment being extended to the United States, the UK and any European country even though the rates of infection were very high and the danger of arrivals from those countries was also very high. Adding that there are different standards at play in Australia depending on which part of the world an individual is coming from. Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison has, however, dismissed accusations of racism saying that there is no politics or ideology in a pandemic, and the decision has got nothing to do with politics. 
The Australian government said the restrictions are based on medical advice, with Foreign Minister Marie Spain saying that Indian arrivals account for 57% of positive cases in quarantine, up from 10% in March. The Australian government has been able to effectively and with consistency bring down the daily COVID cases to less than 20, with over 80% of new cases coming from overseas travellers and had recently allowed restriction-free travel to and from New Zealand. Moving on to some developments that threaten to further escalate tensions in the South China Sea. President of the Philippines, Rodrigo Duterte, said last week that he will not withdraw Navy and Coast Guard boats patrolling the region as the country's sovereignty over the waters is, quote, not negotiable. Mr. Duterte said that while the Philippines is indebted to its good friend China for several things, including free COVID vaccines, his country's claims to the 200-mile EEZ is not bargainable. Tensions had escalated between the two countries over the last two months after the Philippines reported the presence of 220 Chinese ships that it believed were part of Beijing's maritime fleet. The boats had been parked at the Whitsun Reef, around 320 kilometers west of Palawan Island, that falls under the jurisdiction of the Manila's 200-mile exclusive economic zone, as defined by the United Nations Convention on the Law of the Sea. The Philippines is conducting drills near Thitu Island, Scarborough Shoal and the Batanes Islands. In response to these exercises, China's foreign ministry said that the Philippines should, quote, stop actions complicating the situation and escalating disputes, end quote. That is all for today. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow with more happenings around the world. Tune in to Egomong to stay updated on the latest happenings and their impact on global trade, technology and innovation. EgoMonk helps you make sense of change. We are a global intelligence platform delivering asymmetric outcomes by bringing organizations closer to the communities they want to serve and the leaders they wish to influence. Visit our website insights.egomonk.com which is spelled I-N-S-I-G-H-T-S dot E-G-O-M-O-N-K dot C-O-M to subscribe and make better and faster decisions today. If you wish to collaborate with us, then please email us at contact at egomonk.com. Mm-hmm.